Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, mindset, dream body, and just creating your dream life. Hello, hello, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I cannot believe I've uploaded three episodes in one week. I feel like I'm on fire. Um, so this is actually day one of the Feeling the Frequency workshop, and I just feel like this video was so good <laughs> that I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, so I really hope you enjoy it. We're diving all into like emotions versus feelings, calibrating to your desires, all of the different um, universal laws that I feel like are super helpful in manifesting how to really apply them for best results. There's tons of gold in this episode. And if you want to catch the rest of this workshop, there are two more days. Um, it's all inside the membership. It will live there forever. So regardless of when you're listening to this episode, you can catch the rest of this workshop. Um, so just join the membership. It's $40 a month. You can just join for one month if you want. Get all the goodies, all the meditations, all the workshops, all the things. Um, and um, dive into feeling the frequency. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Happy Monday. Welcome to day one of the workshop. Um, I know many of you guys are probably going to be catching the replay inside the membership, but um, if you're watching this a bit later inside the membership or like within these three days, if you want to join the Facebook group, um, I'll post the link down below and you can share your homework and stuff because it will be fun. Hi, Lauren. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm so excited for anyone that can be here live, and I can't wait to share this information with you. I went down just like, oh, I'm sweating already, a total rabbit hole this morning, and I feel like this is just going to be really good. This is like new stuff that I didn't really realize, so I'm hoping this will be just like really informative for you guys, and you'll get a lot out of this workshop. So something you've heard me talk about a lot is being. And this is really what like frequency is all about. So I'm going to be teaching you how to adopt the frequency of the person who already has what you desire so you can really be them fully and see manifestations come into your reality quickly. And when you're really embodying a new level of being, you want to adopt it fully. And this means like emotions through all the spectrum. So it's not just about that high frequency. Like if you were with the love of your life yet going through a difficult time, how would you feel? It's not about like feeling high frequency all the time. It's about getting really real with yourself and allowing yourself the full spectrum of emotions. And I'm going to talk about like um, some different universal laws and um, why it's so important for us to feel all of them um, because they all have a purpose and handling things the way the future version of yourself would. And you've probably, you've heard me refer to this concept as like the 2.0 version of you, which resonates a lot and can really help us like be an easier way to identify next steps and feelings. So when you can master your emotions and increase your emotional intelligence, you can you can improve literally every area of your life. So what emotional intelligence is, is the ability to recognize your emotions, understand what they're telling you, realize how your emotions are affecting others around you, as well as affecting like what you're manifesting. It involves your perception of others and your perception of your external circumstances. And I'll t tell you how this applies to like your feelings and allows you to manage relationships and reactions just more effectively. So they even did a study where 
I, I was looking into this this morning and there was a company that hired people instead of based off their resume, it hired them based off their emotional intelligence and their average like monthly sales went up by like $100,000 just based off people having a higher emotional intelligence to do the job, not based on their like sales history or whatever. So the more in tune you are with your emotions, the more in tune you are with, with what you're manifesting. And this is the key to really like taking your life next level. If you feel like something's missing and you can't quite like take it to the next level, this is probably where you may be getting a little bit stuck. So over the next three days, the most important thing is to get really like tuned into your emotions and really master not just elevating them, but calibrating them to the next level version of you that already has your desires. And I feel like this is the fastest way into being, doing, and having everything you want. And Calibrating means, I'm going to really be diving into this in more detail, but it means tuning yourself to a specific frequency like a radio dial. So it's the act of intentionally shifting your frequency one way or the other. And um, today, after this, I'm going to be recording a calibration meditation into the membership to go along with this workshop. So I would recommend doing that like first thing in the morning and listening to it every day if you can. And that will just be like a fun way to do some cal some calibrating. And I got the word calibrating from uh, Abraham Hicks. And if you're into Abraham Hicks, um, there's a whole month of Abraham Hicks exercises inside the daily mindset design this month. That's what we're working on. So those with like a lower emotional intelligence, and this isn't a bad thing. This is just like, we're not really taught this. So don't feel bad if you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even really realize where I was emotionally because I spent like the majority of my life completely out of touch with my emotions. That's what really led me to my eating disorder and a lot of the problems that I had with binge eating and anxiety and like avoidance and procrastination. Like I just was not in any way in touch or in tune with my emotions. So we're starting where we're starting. It's all good. That's what this workshop is really going to teach you guys. Um, so don't feel bad. <laughs> but if you are kind of existing with a lower emotional intelligence, which I feel like a lot of us naturally are because we don't really learn about this, um, you'll end up inadvertently calibrating to your surroundings. So you tune into what you have and you continue to get more of it. So what I want you to understand is that you always have the ability to calibrate to what you want and immediately start shifting your life circumstances. And it's all about this awareness behind your emotions and feelings and using your consciousness to shift them. So I've kind of been using the words emotions and feelings interchangeably, but they do have slightly different, slight differences that are really important to mention. And when I dove into this, I was like, Okay, this is just so fascinating. So emotions are the neurological reaction to a emotional stimulus. So they're triggered like throughout the body. There's a cascade of like neurotransmitters, um, a flood of hormones or whatever, and they can feel a lot more out of our control. So they're physical, they're instinctive and prompt like bodily reactions. And then feelings are the conscious experience of the emotional reaction. So it's a feeling is like the byproduct of your brain perceiving an emotion and then assigning meaning to it. So the thing is, is like we do have conscious control over our feelings, maybe not our emotions, but they influence each other both ways. So for example, if you're terrified of spiders and you encounter a spider, you will have an instinctive emotional response of fear. That is emotion and that's happening like throughout your body 
Um, but if you consciously think about a spider, like without the stimulus, and that is considered a feeling, you can provoke the emotional response. So you could think about a spider and trigger the cascade of emotions, even if the stimulus isn't present. So since it goes both ways, we can consciously shift our focus to feel differently and also invoke a new, a new emotional response in the body. So I just feel like this is really big because as someone who struggled with anxiety for a long time, I really felt like my anxiety was something that was like out of my control. Like I needed um, Prozac to help manage it. Um, like I knew that I could meditate and I could feel slightly better, but it felt very much like this is a bodily response that no matter what I do, this is gonna, just gonna be here. But it's really been shown that like you could influence it both ways based off your focus. Um, so even though our emotions can feel out of our control, we can consciously choose differently through the perceptions we're making of them and begin to change the emotional response as a result. So like you could, and this is like what some NLP processes do. So they'll get you to replace a certain trigger in your mind and change the perception of it by making it smaller, dimmer, black or white, or substituting it completely. So you could get to a point, and this is also what they do in like hypnosis where you see a spider, but your brain is now perceiving it as like a flower or something non-threatening. So you don't have that same emotional response. Look, I hope this makes sense. <laughs> I found like this is very interesting to me this morning and made me feel like just a lot more empowered around being able to like manage my emotional reactions to certain triggers. And I'm like, this definitely like takes some work. Um, so it's not like an overnight thing, but um, it just, I hope this helps you feel more empowered because we, when we get into the whole world of manifestation, we can almost go into this like fearception where we think like, oh my God, I'm in this like negative emotion, I'm in anxiety. Now I'm manifesting something that I don't want and I feel totally out of control. And we're literally just like spiraling. And it's almost like the more we learn about manifestation, the worse it gets because we're so aware of like our thoughts and emotions. And then um, we can kind of like mess ourselves up. So why this is important is because 90% of the time, or probably like 99% of the time, we're not really in our awareness and we're just reacting from our emotions. So then, like I said, we typically make matters worse by adding the perception of our feelings. Like we look in our bank account and experience a visceral emotional reaction of like fear. Then we add a whole bunch of meaning to it. Like I'll never be able to pay all my bills. I don't have enough. I'm a failure. What am I doing with my life? I'm never going to succeed. And all this time we continue to vibrate at this frequency of like fear and lack and continue to create from that vibration. So if we can like increase our emotional intelligence and start feeling empowered to shift the feeling, the perception, this will then start to shift the emotional response and we can start to feel a lot more in control of like our circumstances. So um, Lauren said, Lauren said, I literally had to ask myself this week, what would I do in this situation if I didn't know about manifestation to get myself out of my head? It's so true. Like we can just get so involved in our, so obsessed with like our thoughts and our feelings. And it's ironic because I'm really like getting you guys to focus on that this week. But, um, yeah, I can mess this up. And I do that sometimes too, where I'm just like, um, what if I didn't know about manifesting? What would I do just to like change the course of like the panic that I might be feeling? Who's calling me? Okay. So how this all relates to manifesting is what we are manifesting from which we are vibrating at. So I don't want you to feel panicked about this and think you need to maintain a high vibration state all the time and feel more fear when you're in a negative 
emotion but it's all about where you are like the majority of the time and majority can be like 51 percent to start shifting the needle it actually doesn't need to be any percent to start shifting the needle like law of attraction is our friend and as soon as we start shifting upwards even as even if it's from fear up to anger um law of attraction will start helping you out and bringing like more elevated thoughts feelings experiences into our reality um christy said i'm at work so trying to listen yeah listen to the replay no worries thanks for being here um and it's not about being perfect so it's literally about reaching for a slightly elevated feeling which will start to change everything so i just kind of want to start with some of the basics so you've heard me talk about the emotional guidance scale and i posted one inside the facebook group so this will really be your best friend for the next few days and I would love for you to look at it right now and just take a moment to sit and recognize like where you are on the scale because this is the first kind of step towards increasing our emotional intelligence is just becoming aware so it's not about like trying to change anything I just want you to look at it and recognize where am I on the emotional guidance scale how am I feeling like kind of drop into your body um where are you on the scale how does it feel in your body and feel free to share it with me if you want i feel like i'm in the like excitement eagerness kind of passion um phase of the scale um yeah so that's all i want you to do for right now is just recognize um just full acceptance and recognition of where we are that's like step one it's really practicing like where am i on the scale and i remember when my therapist when i was like really struggling and i was younger um got me to carry around this like piece of paper that had all these like faces on it with um different emotions and like before i turned to food i was supposed to just recognize where i was on the scale and i didn't do this because i thought it was stupid at the time but i can see now how effective that was and and later on when i continued i was in therapy for a long time um later on there was like another tool that we had where we had to write like the time that we ate and then what we ate and then how we were feeling and when i started really noticing like how oh like every time i'm overwhelmed i binge eat like i started to make more connections and really increase my emotional intelligence to see like how my emotions were creating my reactions and actions that i was taking so the emotional guidance scale is just showing us the frequency of our emotions and this frequency is what we are manifesting from. So Abraham Hicks calls it your vibrational set point and your vibrational set point is what you're attracting from when we add in law of attraction. So there's a few universal the universal laws that I'll be referring to throughout the next few days. And these laws are thought to just be like, I was looking up like, where did these laws come from? But they're kind of like the unchanging laws of the universe that ancient cultures have always intuitively known that have just been kind of carried down. So number one um, is the law of vibration. Obviously that's important for this course as we're diving all into frequency. And it states that every, everything, every atom, object and living thing is in constant motion, vibrating at a specific frequency. And the speed at or rate at which something vibrates is, re is referred to as its frequency. And the only difference between one object and another is the rate of its vibration. So the difference between like my tarot cards and my phone is their rate of frequency. So when you think of this in terms of manifestation, you can see how when you vibrate differently, you start getting very different things into your re reality. 
And this brings me to number two, the law of attraction, which you've probably heard of. It's like the most famous universal law. And that's just like attracts like. So what you vibrate at, you are bringing more in. Um, so you can shift your frequency to one of love and start attracting more love in all areas. And I really resonate with that example. You guys probably have heard me talk about it before because I really practiced this a lot before I met Trev. Um, I just practiced vibrating at the feeling of love. I loved on, on Rosie. <laughs> She's on the chair. I just like loved myself. I just literally would meditate and feel the feeling of love. Um, and that was really intentional and it really worked to draw in love obviously so these two laws are really going to help you manifest anything you desire when you start practicing shifting your frequency and then there is the law of correspondence so this law um heather said i'm at the enthusiasm level and i can feel a calm happiness oh i love that i'm so glad um that's just like the best feeling so and I'm going to talk about when we're lower and not to make these emotions wrong. So don't worry if you're like, I am feeling like shit right now. That's okay. Um, so the law of correspondence states that patterns repeat throughout the universe. And on a personal level, our reality is a mirror of what's happening to us um, inside at that moment. So as above, so below, as within, so without. And this shows us how important it is for us to manage our internal states to start changing our, our external reality. So it's human nature to like see something we don't like in our reality, like you'll say you're single and you want a relationship. So instead of looking within, we try everything to change the outside. We, we date, we put ourselves out there, we take all the action, we go on the apps, and yet nothing changes. We continue, even if we meet people, perhaps it's not working out, like nothing changes because we need to change our internal state first or you're gonna continue to take action without getting a result. And this is how so many of us are living our lives in like every area, from finances to relationships, to like any sort of like milestone in our life, we tend to like take action, action, action first and work harder and struggle and sacrifice. Well, all along, if we just took the time to look at what our internal state is telling us, like our feelings and emotions, we would be able to have a much more magical, effortless result. So that's the difference between manifestation and how we're typically taught to do things. So manifestation isn't magic. It's it's just like a different type of work. It's, it's working on shifting the internal, raising our emotional intelligence and awareness and changing who you are being, which then changes your external reality in a way that may seem like magic to the outside, um, but really it's just manifestation. And um, it's just a different type of work. Like we can we can go out there and take all the action and get a result. Um, it probably won't last. Or we can shift internally and then watch as like everything changes around us, um, which is way more fun. <laughs> so then the other law I wanted to mention is the law of polarity. So the first, like we're gonna be talking about emotions and negative emotions like anxiety, fear, depression, worry, like these will happen. These will happen all the time for the rest of our lives, regardless of how emotionally intelligent we are. Like it's never, it's not the goal to live in this like high vibration state all the time for the rest of our lives. We need contrast. So the law of polarity states that everything in life has an opposite. There's good, there's evil, there's love, there's fear, there's warm, there's cold, there's dark, there's light. There, They are two sides of the same coin. So they can't exist. I was seeing if I had a coin somewhere um, without each other. And I, something that is really helpful to remember is that all contrast is bringing clarity. 
So without the contrast of our negative emotions, we would never have any clarity. Like we can't move towards love, freedom, and joy without also knowing the opposite of those feelings. So it's absolutely essential for our growth and manifesting that we have access to all sides of the coin, all the coins, all sides of them, all emotions and contrast. So when you feel a negative emotion, don't push it away. Like just come back to that saying, all contrast is bringing clarity. That's your sign to recognize that you're currently calibrating to what you don't want. You're focused on like that underside of the coin. What is on the other side of the coin? What do you want? And you don't need to try and jump yourself there. That's just the first step. Like know that in contrast, you're simply in the act of manifesting something so much better for yourself. You just haven't flipped the coin yet. So uh, all that's, it's, it's all needed. And the negative emotion is just as important as the positive. And I love how Abraham Hicks describes our emotions as an emotional guidance system. Like if you think of it as your internal GPS. So you program into your GPS where you want to go and the universe immediately answers. Like it's like when you say, I want to go here and the G- the Google Maps or whatever, like puts that blue line all the way, tells you how long it's going to take, avoids all the traffic. Like it's the fastest, easiest route to your desires. That's what the universe does the minute you set an intention. It's answered, the path is all laid out for you, like it's ready. And the positive emotions tell you that you are on track for your manifestation. You're on the blue line, you're moving. The better you feel, the faster you're going, like you are on the road trip and taking the fastest, funnest way to your goals. And then the negative just tells you, you've taken a wrong turn. Like. It's like rerouting, <laughs> rerouting. Um, maybe you're facing the wrong direction. You're stalled out. Um, if you, if you're negative, it could also mean like you're not moving as quickly as you could be. Um, and that's none of that is wrong or bad. It's all just signals, like hunger and fullness. It's just a way for us to determine to determine like our next action steps. So when you feel the negative emotion, you recognize that this is just a chance for you to have more clarity. Um, you're kind of perhaps like moving a bit slower towards your manifestation, which is fine. Um, and then I recommend a practice called welcoming. So this is basically just the act of allowing the emotion to be there and like giving it a big hug. Um, it's kind of hard to describe this, but I think of this as just like a big embrace and like bringing the negative emotion into my body versus trying to push it away. So when I'm feeling anxious, like I've been really struggling with insomnia with this pregnancy and I've never been one to struggle with sleep and this has been like torture for me like lying awake at night I feel like crushing anxiety and I'm just like all I want to do is sleep and I'm like pushing away the anxiety and I'm just like I hate this feeling this is so horrible I'm crying I'm feeling so upset and I'm just like trying to push it away push it away push it away but what you resist persists (laughs) and that doesn't work so um when I the more we push it away, the more it persists, unfortunately. So even I kind of just say to myself, like, welcome. And it's like this softening. You're breathing it in. You're allowing it to be there. And like, it's actually crazy. Like, the more you embrace it and allow it, the faster it will dissipate. And it's so hard for me because I love to give you guys like processes and being like, this is exactly what you do. And this isn't really like, it's not like, anything you need to think about you don't need to examine it or change it you just really need to like welcome it and like the minute it's fully welcomed is the minute it really doesn't need to be there so um this obviously takes some practice and like 
when you're in a lot of resistance and a lot of like pushing against the emotion, it, it may take a lot more time to welcome it. But that is the practice that I really recommend is like the number one way to start to shift the emotions is welcoming. We're not pushing against it. We're not resisting it. We're just like allowing it to be there. Um, if that makes sense. So I hope that that can be helpful. And it's just a practice of like, think of like the, think of the anxiety maybe as like this or whatever emotion it is as this kind of like black light. That's like maybe inside your body and think of this warm light, just bringing it into your heart and like giving it a big hug. Think of it like that and then kind of imagine it dissipating. Um, and then from there, I find it helpful to recognize, okay, like that's what I don't want. What do I want? And it's so funny. Like now that I'm looking back at these sleepless nights, I finally had a good sleep last night. Hallelujah. Um, I realized how much I'm just like, I hate this. I don't want to be like this. Like fuck Trevor for sleeping so well. And like, this is just what's going to happen when the baby comes and I'm never going to get any sleep for the rest of my life. I'm literally having this like emotional trigger, which is creating all this anxiety in my body. And then I'm feeling and perceiving it to be so much worse. I'm already like extrapolating three, three and a half months from now when the baby comes instead of being like, I would love to just fall asleep right now. That would feel so good. I would love to just feel calm and relaxed. And like that automatically starts shifting it instead of what I was just doing before, which was making it worse. So I'm, and like, I feel like I'm pretty aware of my emotions, but it's crazy how fast we can get sucked into pushing against and resisting and focusing on what we don't want. So it could be the simplest shift into focusing on what we do want, yet we really love to be right about things. We want to talk about how much we hate this thing. We want to talk about how unfair it is, how it affects us. We want to bring more people into the problem. And when we do this, we simply like prolong the process and continue manifesting what we don't want. And our ego like thrives off this and it will keep it going as long as possible. Heather said, I love having visuals like the black light and white light. Okay, good. I'm glad that was helpful. I know that helps me as well. Um, so when you find yourself like really arguing for your limitations or what you don't want, it's really time to ask yourself, like, would I rather be right or would I rather be happy? Would I rather continue having this circumstance show up or would I rather shift it? And it it's not it's it can be hard like it really means putting aside all of those reasons why you are so justified in your feelings and instead of and then instead you're flipping the coin like what do you want to happen so it's but it can be a lot a huge sense of relief so you can then start on the path of your internal gps towards what you want and staying like instead of staying stalled out in that sketchy area where you're not moving anywhere and essentially arguing with yourself on the side of the road. <laughs> That's like how I kind of picture it. Like, especially when we're focused on more external circumstances, like I've been in a bit of like turmoil with my family around having different opinions on things. And I'm essentially like sitting on the side of the road in this car, like arguing with myself, creating this like reality instead of just being like, what do I actually want? And start moving towards that, which is funny because I want to be right. Um, and um, yeah, so let's talk about calibrating. Um, and I'm going to be just discussing like many methods of calibrating to what you desire. There are so many different ways and the best one is one that feels best for you. So that means like, again, just like really getting in touch with what feels good. And you're consistently, the best way that I can describe it in terms of calibrating is reaching for a feeling of relief it's kind of like an exhale like and it might just be a very small exhale but it's like this very slight feeling of relief 
if you can feel that like sensation, you know you're moving up the emotional guidance scale. Um, so let's look again at the emotional guidance scale. I don't know if you guys can bring it up. It's posted in the Facebook group. And just check in with how you feel. And hello from South Africa. That's okay. You can watch anytime. It'll be available forever. Um, I love that you're here all the way from South Africa. Um, so recognize the emotion, how it feels in your body, and the thoughts that are kind of running through your head. I'll just give you a second to do that. I'm just going to pull up the scale on my phone. And then see if you can just move up one. So what is the next emotion on the vibrational scale? And what would that feel like in your body? And what are the thoughts that come to you when you feel that emotion? So I'm going to do a sample with you guys together. So let's say you're feeling discouraged. Perhaps like your manifestations haven't really been happening. You aren't feeling like you have a lot of trust in the universe. You aren't quite sure what to do next. Um, first of all, you're definitely in the right place for this workshop. But discouragement for me feels like heaviness, lack of motivation, like this contraction, this just like giving up, you know? Um, and then the next one up on the scale is blame. So what does blame feel like? So for me, it feels like slightly more energizing. Like I blame this person for putting me in this situation. How dare they do that to me and make me feel this way? And I'm so annoyed that they would treat me like this. And you can already feel a shift in the energy. Like blame is more energizing. We have someone to put it onto and it can worried that this won't shift worry for me feels more internal like instead of blame like kind of putting it out it's kind of bringing it back into me it feels like concern but it does feel slightly more hopeful than discouragement so like i'm worried but i still want to take some action um so worry is like a once you feel a sense of relief, like I said, you know you're kind of heading up. And it's not important to go one by one on the scale, although it can be helpful. I think at first, just practicing, like moving up and, and noticing what each one feels in your body, like just practicing these emotions can be super helpful. So, um, and it does depend on what each one on the scale brings up for you. So the scale is not like um, this perfect, there's a lot of different scales, like Personally, for me, like the scale that I post in here, in here it says um, frustration, and then above it is pessimism. And I notice when I'm like feeling into frustration, irritation, impatience, and then I try to move up into pessimism, it actually feels worse. So I skip pessimism altogether. Um, and that's what these three days are all about, is getting so in tune with your frequency that you can tell when you're moving higher or lower on the scale. And it's all based off a of personal feeling. So it just takes some practice. Um, sometimes you can skip up a few if we wanna go from worry into overwhelm. Like overwhelm feels like too many options, confusion, too much stimulus, like a bit of panic, maybe like feeling a bit frozen. Um, and I find the best way to move up the scale just to practice literally the feeling. So I always say like, okay, well, overwhelm feels like, and you don't even need to describe it. I just find that personally helps me or overwhelm kind of thinks like that. The, like I think when I'm in overwhelm, I think 
Um, so that's kind of an example of calibrating to a higher frequency. We moved from discouragement into overwhelm. And that's just really going general and just shifting where you are. So let's talk about calibrating to the version of you that has what you desire, because I'm sure we all want to manifest some things over the next few days. Uh, and um, I want you to choose one goal for the next three days and beyond that you are going to focus on calibrating to. So you can choose anything, but I would recommend like it can be easier to calibrate something that feels more within range and possible. So let's say if I chose a million dollars, I'm going to feel a lot more resistance and end up lower on the scale when I think about it versus something smaller. And the, the great news is, is even if you're focusing on something smaller and feeling good, you're also manifesting that million dollars at the same time. So it's actually kind of irrelevant what you choose, like choose a topic um, and then getting as high up on the scale as you can with it. So maybe it might be money, it might be relationships, it might be body, um, it might be career, whatever. So choose your goal. And then what does this version of you feel with this goal manifested into their reality? So imagine if it just showed up instantly done how do you feel and for your homework i want you to spend some time getting into the feeling of it as in as much detail as you can so you can do this through visualization writing it out talking about it like i find writing it out to be the easiest and i would love if you guys want to share inside the facebook group um so here's an example of what i would do and i'll put in the group for you and I find money kind of the easiest to kind of calibrate to. That's what I'm focused on. I really want to buy a house. So I'm choosing an extra $20,000. So if that just showed up in my bank account, I would feel like elated, excited, proud, confident, just like totally in flow with money. I'd feel successful. I'd feel happy. I'd be like so proud to tell Trev that we have more money towards our down payment. I would feel like I'm making huge progress in like my big manifestation. I would feel stoked to see that much money in my bank account. I would feel a sense of freedom, super confident and like a badass. Like, yeah, I did that. I'm a powerful creator. Like it would feel like, yes, let's keep going. I would feel like that was easy, easier than I thought. I'm ready for the next leap. It would feel like I'm just totally in that high frequency. Everything's just working for me. It's all magical and wonderful and exciting. I would feel stoked on life and, and manifestation and the universe delivering me things in like such a cool way. I would feel like I'm so good at this. I would feel pumped to know that like I can easily manifest money like that. I would feel powerful, excited, celebratory, so grateful like there'd be a ton of gratitude and just like relief and all the things so that was literally me calibrated with 20k coming into my bank account and that was probably like 60 seconds um and in that 60 seconds imagine me like i was speeding down the highway towards that goal and if i continued to maintain that frequency around 20k i would continue speeding down the highway to that goal like straight shot so now that i've calibrated to it i know how it feels and my work is to get into that vibration as much as possible. And my work is to really notice how I feel and continuously tune to that vibration as much as I can. Um, but let's be realistic. So um, sometimes we aren't speeding down the highway and we just can't get there. Like depending on life circumstances, if I just got hit with a huge bill and I was scared and uncertain around money, like I wouldn't be able to feel that. Like I'm in a place right now where I can calibrate to that and that feels fine. But a lot of times I've been in so much fear where calibrating to like $100 felt difficult. So um, it is like choosing your goal accordingly um, and then recognizing that 
you don't need to be speeding down the highway towards your manifestation. Like this isn't about speed of manifesting, although it is a good like reminder. Um, it just means like you, you're aiming for a feeling of like, you can still be like chugging along towards it is what I'm trying to say. So it's just about recognizing where you are and moving towards a feeling of relief to start. It's about like literally just get on the path, like get on that blue line towards your goal. That's all that really matters. Um, so the manifestation work is just like those baby steps in being in tune with how you feel. So it's creating a sense of awareness around your emotions and then taking a moment to calibrate towards relief. So this may seem like a lot of work at first, but it really does become second nature. And the more that you are aware of your emotions, it's just like when I was learning how to eat intuitively, like I, at first, I had no idea when I was hungry. I was so, no, sorry. I had no idea when I was full. I was hungry all the time, <laughs> but I, but it was actually quite hard for me to recognize like my hunger and fullness signals. I was very out of touch with my body. And also with emotions, like when I, when my therapist asked me to do that, like I brushed off because like I had no idea where I was feeling emotionally. Like I, I kind of had zero concept of like what felt good, what felt bad. I was just so focused on like dieting and weight loss and so obsessed with it. Um, so it takes practice, but now I'm so in tune with my hunger and fullness. Like I know immediately when I'm on my way to becoming hangry, um, Trevor also knows it. And, um, I know when I'm full, but it took me like a year to actually really figure out fullness. Um, but once I did, I was really able to manifest my dream body. So I just feel like learning to like shift and focus your emotions is about, it's kind of similar to like relearning your bodily signals if you've been struggling with dieting for a really long time. Um, and it really, so it really does become second nature. Like I said, like now I just know my hunger and pulse. I don't have to think about it. But when I first was practicing this, it was very difficult for me. I had to like one bite at a time. I would be like, am I full? Um, I would take time to like go to the bathroom in between meals and like really check in with my fullness and be like, is this one bite going to make me feel better or worse? Like it felt like a lot of work and it was kind of frustrating at the beginning, but once I mastered it, like I'm so happy that I put that work in because now I can naturally know when I'm hungry or full and I always have that internal guidance towards my dream body. And this is the exact same thing we're learning and doing with your emotions. Like it may feel like work at first to really to really tune in and to calibrate, but once it becomes second nature, you know all the time whether you are on track speeding towards your manifestation or you're off track and you need to you need to calibrate. And it can be a really quick calibration that doesn't take a lot of time or effort. So the more aware you are of your emotions, the faster you can recognize when something feels off and really shift it. And my favorite way to apply this practice is the moment I wake up, I just really check in with how I feel and I start reaching for feelings of like appreciation or relief. So like my bed is so comfy. I'm really excited for this today. I love snuggling Trev first thing in the morning. I love Henry and the cats and I'm excited for the freedom I have today. Like I just start getting into a vibration of love and appreciation before I even open my eyes. And you could even start with like, oh, like I feel so warm. My body is just relaxed. I feel so safe in this bed. I love that it's still dark out. Like my eyes just feel so rested when they're closed. Like literally go as small as you want. You just want to get into like a good feeling. Get into a good feeling. The feel good effect. And then as I move throughout my day, I recognize when I start feeling off. 
when I get out of bed and start rushing around and feeling really stressed, it's like an opportunity for me to be like, do I need to be rushing like this? Like, what am I focused on? Why am I saying all of a sudden that I don't have enough time and I need to like hurry and on, on putting myself into a panic? Like, can I come back to that place of just like appreciation and slowness and calmness? So it's just, it's just like awareness is practicing awareness. And I just check in like when I am feeling off, it's just like, what am I thinking about? What am I focused on? And what is the flip side of that coin? And I simply start moving towards what I want. And Abraham Hicks calls that process pivoting where you're just like, okay, I know what I don't want. I don't want to feel rushed and stressed and overwhelmed. I want to feel calm and happy and energized and motivated. And um, it's just like, it really is that simple. So the last thing I want to touch on today is that it's not actually work to move towards happiness as this is actually our natural state. So um, I'm really talking a lot about like calibrating and moving yourself up the vibrational scale, which can kind of feel like effort. But really what it is, is like we naturally exist at that state. And the best analogy for this that Abraham Hicks says is like, think of your we are a cork floating in water and when we're floating we are naturally existing at the state of like love joy happiness all the things um and it's only when we start focusing on like negative thought patterns um limiting beliefs really like responding emotionally to like stimuluses instead of like taking a step back and becoming aware that we start holding our cork under the water which is where we're, we're like holding ourselves down on the emotional scale, that actually takes way more work. It's way more work to stay in a negative emotional state. It's way more, uses way more energy. It's exhausting than it is to just let yourself float and release all the resistance. So when we're moving up the vibrational scale, this is why it feels like relief. You're holding yourself under the water. The minute you start like letting go of each emotion, it's feeling like relief because you're moving towards your natural state and it should feel it should feel easy. So that is something that was really helpful for me because there's so much talk around like toxic positivity. And I obviously don't want you guys to feel like I really hope that I touch on the importance of, a, of feeling all of the range of emotions and how important they all are. But also knowing like it's not like you're trying to force yourself into this positive state it actually is our natural state we're just trying to release some of the like negative emotions and perceptions so we can naturally float towards our state and i sometimes even think of myself as like floating up the emotional scale like just like allowing myself to move up the scale instead of trying to force myself up it if that makes sense um so when remove all thought like in a meditation we remove resistance and we naturally calibrate to happiness so that's where meditation can be really helpful so today i want you to calibrate to your desire and write it out in the facebook group or if you're watching this at a later date um write it out in the comment section of this post inside kajabi and i'll be able to it. Um, I really find writing it out to be super helpful, uh, but check in if that feels like work or heavy to you, like maybe speaking out loud is better or sitting down to visualize and really tap into the feelings. Um, so I just kind of want you to see like, can you get into that fast moving car and just see how long you can maintain it and continue to just be in awareness of where you're at, checking in, noticing like, am I focused on what I don't want or am I focusing on what I do want? Kind of pivoting, flipping the coin. And that's what I want to start with today. And then please let me know. I haven't really like fully planned out everything that I'm talking about tomorrow or the next day. So if there's questions that you have, if there's certain things that you really want me to dive deeper into, let me know. This really is like designed for you guys inside the membership. So I just want you to really 
love these next few days and and make them as beneficial as possible beneficial as possible for you i feel like my words aren't making sense um and yeah i would love to hear any questions comments things that you guys want to know more about um and we're going to be diving into lots of different processes for calibrating um more things on emotional intelligence all the things so thank you so much for watching live and i will see you guys tomorrow same time same place thank you thank you bye